Welcome back. We're back in the cockpit. It's been a couple months. Two. No, it's been two. It's normally always two. That's kind of how that works. We take October off, and then we pick back up on November. We don't even take October off. We just don't do it in the cockpit. Yeah, we just do, a honestly, probably a, a better show. It does better numbers, typically. Does it? I don't pay attention to those. Yeah, it, it typically has higher downloads, which, fair. I also prefer doing that to typical in the cockpit stuff. Why don't we do that every month? We could do that every month. We would quickly run out of good short-form content on the internet. Oh, I mean, TikTok exists. We could just farm TikTok. I said good. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, actually, I really do like the in the cockpit stuff, too. It I feel like it it's grounds us. True, and it's honestly a lot less editing, mm-hmm. which makes it better I don't, on our end. Okay, I don't think that correlates to better in general. Yeah, no, no, no. It just makes it better on our end. But... So, I'm, I'm sure you have a lot to talk about. It's been like two months, right? I guess I have a little bit to talk about. Have you heard of this show called Glee? Um... I, I don't it, think I have. I think it ended in 2014, which feels like it went on way too long, or 2015. Okay, yeah, definitely way too long. It's a show from Fox. Okay. Produced, sometimes directed by, sometimes written by Ryan Murphy, who is now way more famous for his insanely successful franchise, American Horror Story. Okay, so I've already realized I don't know what you're talking about. Because when you said by Fox, I thought you were talking about it's produced by the fantastic Mr. Fox. No, 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 no. no Fox, uh. the the like the corporate entity that pr- continually perpetuates fake news via their news channels. Yeah. Uh, that Fox. So, I've been watching Glee. I'm on the last season. I have, like, six episodes left. I would have finished it last weekend, but I was very sick last weekend. Mm. But it's about a Glee club, which is very similar to... A choir? A choir or... An acapella group? Acapella. That's the word I was looking for. Except Glee clubs don't have to do things acapella. Some Glee clubs do do acapella. Yeah, there's a lot less stringent rules. It's more of freeform show choir meets acapella. Yeah, it's show choir. It's dance and singing. Mm-hmm. It's... Glee is a cool concept, except its origins are not cool. Like, the actual Glee is not yeah. cool origins. It's basically, like, the same reason why Kellogg's cereal exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as, like, competitive arts are... Glee is cool. Show quite like I love competitive arts. I yeah, we, we competitive were both, art things are fantastic. We we were both marching band geeks. Like I mean, maybe you were. Competitive arts is like the pinnacle. Like because. A, art is very entertaining to begin with. That's the purpose. That's not the purpose of art. It's one of the many facets of art is its entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Additionally, it, making it comp- a competition requires the art to be like continually pushed to the next level. Yeah. So a show based on that is really cool. Also, because the show existed is how we got like Pitch Perfect and stuff like those movies wouldn't yeah. have like got the renaissance that they did without Glee pushing that envelope because Glee was insanely popular. Like arguably way too popular. Like the cast from the show went on live national tours selling out stadiums, singing covers of songs that they performed on the show popular. Yeah, I mean, it's also like there's why like Pentatonix ever got popular. Yeah, like acapella road Glee success so hard so hard uh the show is not good i would never suggest it to anybody <laughs> ever because it's it's very like teenage drama and boring and like the show okay so it's not specifically boring it's just cheesy and cringe it's all the bad parts you can think of from every cw drama ever mm-hmm. sent to music yeah yeah, exactly. Uh, I've enjoyed it very, very much because it in some way captures the feeling of performing arts. 
okay. in a very realistic way, despite the show being very unrealistic. Ah, like the movie Drumline. Yeah, kind of. It's Honestly, it's like they took real performing arts groups, real high school performing arts groups, and then took the saturation and just maxed it out. Yeah. Everything is just a little more than it should be. Uh, Actually, a lot more than it should be. But contextually, the only thing I really want to talk about with Glee is that there are two episodes in the show that are just fucking insane. Only two? I mean... Or is it just fucking insane in comparison to the rest of the show? That. That. Okay. Exactly. So the first one I want to talk about is the f- the only Glee episode where they don't perform a single song. Boo. And the show starts off normal. The Glee Club is in the choir room and the teacher is like getting ready to start a lesson for them. And then gunshots and... <laughs> Oh, yeah, the active shooter one. Yeah, it's fuck. It's an insane fucking episode. I remember episode. you telling me about it when it happened. Uh, like, well, no, when you were watching it. Yeah, because, like, the show is about music and, like... And also, do you know how many great songs you could have fit in there? Like, dude, we could have gone with the classic, like, Janie's Got a Gun. The fact that Foster the People's Pumped, pumped up, up Kicks, kicks wasn't, like, was not in that episode is a crime against humanity. Like, you Jesus could have Pumped Christ. Up Kicks, Janie's Got a Gun. Like, you had a pretty decent diaspora. Um, P.O.D.'s, Youth of the Nation like oh yeah you could also i mean that would maybe a bit too far but you could do the classic drowning pools bodies like that would require to do it even without the context of anyone actually getting shot yeah it could be in response to oh active shooter well everybody on the floor so let the bodies hit the floor yeah well i think like foster the people and janie's got a gun yeah those fit more with the thematic story if you're trying to tell a certain story there you would have had to like not be a not be a bitch about it and like actually yeah had an active shooter but Mm -hmm. the entire story deflates itself when we find out later that uh, it was an accidental gun going off and like boo yeah there was no active shooter look if you're going to do an after school special have the balls to do the after school special exactly and they didn't they like they it's like the fucking full house episode where they're just addicted to caffeine pills make them addicted to drugs honestly would have been a great time to like help kind of like cleanse the the roster of characters (laughs) yeah that show balloons horribly from my understanding it does uh yeah so that episode is fucking wild another episode that is wild is the one in tribute to the character finn i'm forgetting his actor's name but he isn't it cory something or other yeah cory mm-hmm. look you see cory my brain wants to supply you with the cory's from like the 80s and 90s and i'm gonna cory Mont- there. montag that's yeah, his name i was about to say i'm gonna throw it out there he's not in lost boys so i don't know his last name cory montag cory montag's character Finn. Just kind of disappears yeah. from the show for like six episodes because he wasn't in the back half of one season and then he's not in the next season because between seasons he died of a heroin overdose. Tragic. He was also dating his co-star Leah Michelle. They were engaged. Super tragic for her in real life. Yep. So episode three or four of the next season is a tribute to him. And as far as like tribute episodes go, it is motherfucking heartbreaking because they perform all of Corey, not Finn's favorite songs in that episode. Oh. And apparently it was so heartbreaking that most of the cast couldn't do more than one take. So like it's legitimate raw emotion. Yeah, that would... I, I can understand that would be like crazy to watch in like a emotional yeah. manner. And it had to be like honestly almost hell to produce that episode as far as like anyone actively working on set. Mm-hmm. And the wild part for me, the like it's almost humorous. I'm saying almost. almost. The, the people who have to give the, the biggest performances for Corey's death in the show are people who are on screen with him less than like five or six times throughout the entire series. And that's the people that play his parents. Yeah. His dad and stepmom. Like they spent the least amount of time with him in real life, but have to give the biggest performances in the show. Yeah. Because they're his parents. 
Leah also has to give a really big performance for it because in the show they're off again, odd again, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. And like in the show we're engaged at one point or another. Yeah. So her too, but like her performance is obviously very genuine to her. Yeah. She gets a tattoo with Finn's name on her ribcage, which she got in real life. Um, they wrote it into a, like a plot point of an episode of a show and she wears a Finn, a necklace with Finn's name on it for the rest of the show, which is also a necklace that Leah Michelle actively wore for a really long time. I don't know if she still wears it. it, it I can't, I can't say it. That feels too far. What? What? Please say it. It sucks that she can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> like for all she knows, it doesn't even say Finn. It's just <sighs> like getting a tattoo and can't. And he's mean like. It means dream. And it doesn't. It's like egg roll or some shit. So what Justice is referencing here is there's a very wide conspiracy that Leah Michelle can't conspiracy read. conspiracy for the most part, but yeah. Uh, there's some pretty solid evidence behind uh, yeah, Leah yeah, Michelle yeah. can't a, read. There's but some pretty good proof. She's never going to live it down. Yeah, no. That's the point where it's uh, at. I didn't want to say it, but it was too perfect. It was It was great. Uh, yeah, so I'm almost done with that. The, the second to last season is really weird because it's called Glee. The show is about the Glee Club that Mr. Schuster, the teacher, puts together and runs. Mm-hmm. The entire, I think, fifth season, the second to last season, has does not involve the Glee Club. Has nothing to do with the Glee Club. It's nice. Former Glee Club kids living in New York. That's mm. the entire fifth season. Yeah, yeah, that feels incorrect. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, but yeah, that's Glee. That's Glee. Uh, I got back into it because. A friend of ours is doing a podcast with a decently famous YouTuber slash Twitch streamer. Yep. The podcast is called Binge and Cringe. In which they are binging and cringing at Glee. Indeed. You want to find them? It's on YouTube. Binge and Cringe. It's Stans. I don't, yep. He, he's a fairly famous streamer. Not like most famous, but still pretty famous. If you recognize the name but aren't sure about it in passing, you're probably aware of him if you know Ludwig because he's a good friend with Ludwig. And then our friend in question is Kance. He's been on this show twice, I think. Two or three times, actually. Yeah, two or three times. So, yeah, yeah get, check it out. Binge and Cringe is really good. It, it's what got me to go watch all of Glee, which cancels like, you're not supposed to watch it all of it. You're supposed to watch it with us week by week. And I'm like, I can't do yeah. that. It's all available. They, on their Patreon for five bucks, you can, you'll have access to a commentary track that they run. Yeah, which you can which, watch along with the episodes. Yeah, and the neat thing is they have a plugin that you can install, which sadly only works with Disney. Disney Plus and Hulu. I didn't, I didn't realize it worked with Hulu, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it will actively pick up with wherever their commentary track is with wherever you are in the show. And you can adjust their audio level compared to the show separately. Exactly. It's really, really neat. And I know, I think it was earlier today for me, so yesterday now, uh, Kance was on his Twitch and he was binging through a watch along with some uh, viewers of the One Piece anime. Oh, yeah, I saw And that. he was doing episodes forever, like goals of how many people they had subbed on their Patreon for Binge and Grinch, which was neat. That is very cool. I think they're up to halfway through season one almost to the end of season one it looks like and my plan is i haven't listened to the watch along tracks i've been keeping up with the like post and pre-content they do yeah from watching the episode because they'll do a segment before they watch the episode then they'll do the watch along tracks which you have to be on the patreon to access and they'll do their takes after the episode yep so there is content if you don't want to or cannot afford to support them on Patreon. And I'll be keeping up with that weekly, mm-hmm. but my plan is to finish the entire series and then go back and start a rewatch with the binge and cringe audio. 
That way you have cemented your takes on it and then you can hear their takes on it. A hundred percent. I Fair. I really, as much as we do a review show, I hate like getting reviews in my head before experiencing the content. Most of the time, sometimes reviews will like drive me to like go seek the media out because like re- the reviewers will be like, oh, like it was good in this way or bad in this way. Or like, yeah, they'll say something was bad. And I'll be like, I thought that sounded really cool. Well, that's part of the reason why I like the fact that we only do two episodes. We only have such a small look into the media that it's like you could tell like, oh, they said some of these things I don't like, but there's also some really good points. And I thought the idea sounded cool to begin with anyway. So I can probably work my way through those. And like, it's nice. I personally find that sometimes know like what I would struggle with to do something or watch something. Yeah. But no, like there are good points that I know I would enjoy. So it kind of helped me push through it. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's... And the inverse is also true. Like, if I know something sounds kind of bad, but you tell me there's some really good shit in there, and the idea I was like kind of already on the fence about, I'm more likely to watch it then. 100%. We reviewed a show called First Bite. Which, well, I didn't personally like it. I don't remember if you didn't like it. I thought you were, like, kind of mid I was kind of mid on it, mm-hmm. and it took me a moment to remember what you were even talking about. Because it was kind of mid. But the entire show, the show has a massive fan base, mm-hmm. and, like, was really, like, cherished. Unfortunately, it's not getting another season because Netflix, Netflix. cancels yeah. everything. Yeah, like, I personally, I thought it sounded like my boat, like my, yeah. t- my cup of tea. CW sapphic vampire love story. Hell yeah, that sounds like something I would enjoy. It, it It's honestly right in my wheelhouse. I But I just didn't enjoy with that sh- yeah, take either. on it so but like in, in some ways system mastery not movie mastery because i listen to movie mastery because they review movies i will never watch yeah for the most part and sometimes they'll review a movie i have watched and i'll be like huh neat but system mastery is super beneficial for me because i'm never reading all those rpg books god no but sometimes they'll hit when i'll be like oh um that sounds super interesting find it on amazon find it on drive there have been shit they have dragged uh-huh. i've been like nah sounds cool sorry guys i'm gonna go find this thing oh they dragged the fuck out of uh star thugs yeah and i immediately bought a copy i was like oh this game sounds terrible but it sounds like it has cool stuff to like pluck out of it yeah and also it's just it sounds like a dumb thing to own. Also, it also could be pronounced start hugs because they compounded it into one word on the title. Yeah, it looks. So start hugs, the role playing game. Ah, yeah, beautiful. But yeah, I just, that's what I want to talk about with Glee. Other than that, it's just been wrestled for me. Um, Kitchen Nightmares came back and I'm a Gordon Stan, so. True. I mean, Kitchen Nightmares is pretty good. It's better than Hotel Nightmares. Hotel Nightmares, I think I enjoyed Hotel Nightmares sometimes more than I enjoy Kitchen Nightmares because Kitchen Nightmares is very formulaic. Yeah. But Hotel Nightmares, you have Gordon more... should not have been the one hosting that. Yeah, he feels out of his depth there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fine with him being there, but I think it would have been better with a team. So I have one more topic that I deep dive into. But Justice, do you have things? Because I think you have things. Uh... I haven't played anything new. Mm-hmm. I haven't really watched anything new. Mm. Speaking of playing things new, I did buy Resident Evil 4, the remake. Yeah. I just haven't started it yet. Mm. So um, I was wondering where you even bought it. Yeah, I bought it because we were listening to the Resident Evil soundtrack at work a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Nice. And not the movie soundtrack, but like the video game soundtrack. Yeah. So I was like, oh God, I want to play Resident Evil. But yeah, I haven't really read anything new or watched anything new, played anything new. I mean, fair. Those are the general things I cover most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I went to Salem, Massachusetts for Halloween. And I saw the ocean for the first time, rode a train for the first time. Yeah. You know, just small things. I mean, people use trains all the time. People live by the ocean all over the world. Like it's. You went to the, the Satanic Temple. I did. That was neat. I saw a lot of Salvador Dali paintings. Like, so, arguably more Salvador Dali paintings than, than makes sense. 
How did the solid word always end up in the museum in the table? I, I don't know. I assume they just mob them because like they just have a bunch. But yeah, so I went with my sister and brother-in-law to Salem, Massachusetts for Halloween. My sister really, really wanted to. They had some people who were going to go with who backed down there. They're like, hey. So I was like, sure, why not? They offered me to, but unfortunately work and vacation time. Yeah. And like Josh said, I saw the ocean for the first time. Eh, it's a lot of water in it. It's a big lake. It, I can't swim. It's going to kill me. It's fine. I've seen Lake Michigan, and you can't see the shore yeah. from the other side, so it's basically the same thing. I mean, thing. if I look down river, I can't see the end of the river either, like, <laughs> at the, when I'm looking at the Ohio, so, you know, eh, lots of water. I mean, it was nice, but, like, the ocean didn't do a lot for me. It was neat, but, eh. Uh, honestly, like, some of the mountains were a bit cooler, and even then, like, on the way there, eh, that area of the Catskills kind of trash. On the way back, a bit better, like, <laughs> but even then, not great. I'm not a huge fan of the views. Like, maybe if I'd been actively experiencing the nature, it would have been better. But yeah. just driving past or just looking at it, not the same. Fair enough. Trains, always knew I liked them. Turns out, I do like them. I mean, I assume I would hate subways or areas filled with people or Fair horribly enough. unsanitary trains. Subways are all the benefits of trains as far as transportation goes, with none of the aesthetics of trains. Yeah, like, I had some cool ocean view on the train I was on, so no problems. How shaky is was it? Because I've, I've never been on a train myself. Not super bad, though there is a bit of enjoyment, in my opinion, of sitting far enough in the train car that you can see the train car in front of you, mm -hmm. and you can see where that connection is and wash as the door frame of the other <laughs> area dips in and out. Pointing that out to my sister, she didn't seem too pleased with the idea. It was great. I enjoyed it. But uh, Salem itself was pretty cool. I mean, you know lots what, of old buildings. You know what really freaked our sister out? He's in the middle of a train ride. You'd have been like, hey, do you remember those train derailments earlier this year in Ohio? Uh, I should have. Like, yeah. I didn't think about it. But like a lot of actually going around Salem was just like looking at some old buildings and stuff and then just wandering around to look at witchy stuff, which not my cup of tea particularly. Enjoyable. Very nice old city with some like I very much enjoyed the streets except for the fact that a lot of the cobblestone and brick was a uh, really worn away. So it was a trip hazard in some areas. But you did mention the Satanic Temple. Yes. For our listeners, if you're unaware, I am a member of the Satanic Temple. I just have never been able to make the pilgrimage myself. It's very neat. Uh, Very aesthetically pleasing. And they have an area where they do an active gallery of current artists, whether they're local or not, but generally a not very well-known, currently living artist. And then they have a small little gallery of stuff that they own. And I'd say like maybe 33% of the stuff that they just own permanently there on display are Salvador Dali paintings. I have to assume somebody involved in the founding of the, the temple just had like a massive private collection. I, maybe, but I also wouldn't call it massive because it's like one room of paintings for that area. Considering how many paintings Dolly did, it's still a pretty massive. Yeah, it's, Dolly. it's a pretty good chunk of Dolly paintings, but I wouldn't say it's a massive like collection. Fair enough. I would say it's a, a sizable Dolly collection. Fair enough. And then the current gallery that they had on display was a guy who's done concept and comic book work. And his stuff was also great. And then upstairs, they have a little library, which I didn't get to spend too much time in, unfortunately, because it was rainy, it was wet. The Satanic Temple's a bit out of the way of, like, old Salem town. Well, Salem Village, I guess, I think is the area that's technically would be the majority of Salem stuff happens. Yeah. But it's a bit out of the way from there, like a 20-minute walk, and it was wet and rainy when we went, so no one was particularly happy at that point in the day. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I think if you're going to New England in the fall like that, you need to like expect. I mean, we all did. We had umbrellas. We had ponchos. We had weatherproof shoes and things. Water just found its way in. So like by the time we got there, we had water in our shoes. Socks were wet. It was just an uncomfortable time. And there were some weird like crossing the street bits that like New England streets are very different from Midwest streets. 
And so things were just annoying, kind of. So, but overall, the Satanic Temple was great. You mean in the way that they don't have stop signs? And there were so few stop signs and like right of weight was kind of unclear in some areas. We didn't drive a lot. But like in the few times we did, it was just weird. And then trying to figure out if a car was going to keep going or not when you're trying to like jaywalk. Eh. Well, the, the secret about cars and jaywalking Yeah, you is... just go anyways. Exactly. <laughs> that works for me. It does not work with the two people who are accompanying me who do not seem to embrace that idea of <laughs> fuck it. If the car hit me, if the car hits me, I win this suit. Does not. They do not seem to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the easy solution is, well, I'm walking here. Yeah, and then as far as the actual rest of the time in Salem, we went to some good food places. Honestly, the best part of my opinion was actually like on Halloween, just seeing a bunch of people dressed up like you would at an anime convention or Gen Con or whatever. There were about a few, there were a lot of people in costumes. It'd be more like going to a horror con, I assume, though, because everyone was obviously in the more Halloween costume, so horror or such like that. Because like Salem is just a massive Halloween party on the thirty first, right? Like the town of like that's what it <sighs> sells itself on that. That area of it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like there is a an entire like courtyard area, like little. I would want to say park, but there's not like, it's really just an open field area with like a small little rotunda build up where people can perform. But like entire areas apparently like filled out. We left a bit early on Halloween night because the train, the last train was pretty close after fireworks. Mm. We didn't want to deal with all that shit. Fair enough. And also we'd seen everything we wanted to and we've seen fireworks before. So, oh no. Oh, you've seen fireworks before. I have. I've seen fireworks before. Yeah. I can't imagine. I've never seen fireworks in my life. Yeah. Uh, so other than Salem, you guys also did the Lizzie Borden house and Gettysburg, right? Yeah. That, that's everything else? That'd... Yeah. Well, it's the Lizzie Borden house. It's, it's a house. It's pretty neat. Like historically, it has a, a bunch of information about things. You see, this woman, she chopped her father and mother up with an axe. Yeah. I believe it was the first American crime scene that had photos taken as evidence. And then if I'm correct on that, I believe the next fact is also true that it's just the second crime to ever have photos taken of the crime scene with the first being Jack the Ripper cases. That's insane. That's actually wild. Yeah. So they had like some copies of the photos of her father and that man did not have a face left at all. Well, that's what happens when you get hit with an axe 26 times, I think. No, it's not that bad. It wasn't that many times. I don't remember how many it was, but it's nowhere near like the reported. I know the rhyme is 40 and 41, but I know that's That's like nowhere near correct. Yeah. 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 That rhyme is just complete bollocks yeah which if i remember correctly her father actually got hit less with the axe than her mother did which the rhyme women hair like gets wrong on that point anyways but it had some neat history it had like some old clothes from lizzie borden it had recreations of her parents skulls it had the pictures of the original axe tool because it was a handleless axe that she used apparently so not even like a full axe no it was more like an axe head or like a little bit off of it and like it was neat but no ghosts or anything like the fucking room we stayed in, the main light fixture had smart bulbs in it that they decided to fucking trigger at like midnight. They supposedly had free Wi-Fi that I couldn't connect to for the majority of the day when they were running tours and stuff. But when all that ended up dying out, I suddenly had internet connection, almost as if the uh, data wasn't being eaten up. And, you know, I don't know why that would be. Her mother was hit 18 times with an axe yep. or axe-like weapon, and her father was struck 10 or 11. Yep. And it was like less than 20 on both accounts. So like, it was neat from an historical standpoint. Now no ghosts or anything which i don't believe in that shit anyways yeah you're the like perpetual denier of the supernatural in our friend group and our family group so it's because it's not real i mean you can't prove it though it's not on me to prove it's not everyone else to prove it's burden of proof is on the person who's making claims i've seen some weird shit that i can't explain i don't have proof that like it wasn't you also don't have proof to relay to me that that experience is true and not something that you've imagined because you were in a situation that allows for that to be something for you to experience multiple eyewitness accounts i also have video evidence 
sense of one, so. Yeah. But like, eh. And then we went to Gettysburg, which was neat. We did a car tour around Gettysburg. We stayed at a fairly nice Airbnb. It was neat. Ran into a school field trip. That was a bad time. <laughs> I can imagine. I hate children. Yeah, 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 mostly. As a child, I always used to think, one, I hated those activities that they would force us to do. Like when the scavenger we hunt things? Yeah, I was like, oh, find somebody mentioning this or whatever. I always hated that because, one, it was way more involved than I wanted to do and didn't let me focus on the neat things that may actually exist at a location. And also because even though teachers are always like, teachers and chaperones are always like, don't run, you made it a contest. People are running, they're getting in the way, they're being rude. And I, you know, as a kid, I was just like, this has to suck for everyone else here. Yeah. And then as an adult, that fact was proved to me because it sucked for me and everyone else there who wasn't them. We were walking up this memorial that they have to mark the end of it. And there is a very narrow spiral staircase up. Yeah. Pretty steep, too. And there's this old guy behind us trudging his way up, getting a bit hard towards the top. He's like, we're almost there. There's a few more steps. And then these kids just come tearing down from the top. And I thought for certain they were going to knock this old man down these stairs because they did not give a fuck. Me neither. As a child, fuck that old man. Like, so fucking rude, man. But other than that, Gettysburg was nice. Saw some neat monuments. Took a pretty nice, like, 40-minute hike through some woods. And then longer through some other woods. Just to, um, going back to that old man for a second. In the words of some 41, You don't know us all. We laugh when old people fall. What would you expect with a conscience so small? Yeah, 100% children, old people, fuck them. But also, how was the walk? I know you said you guys ended up almost going to a place that was completely restricted. Yeah, so we went to the... Devil's Knot, I think is the name of it, which is an area that they had apparently just finished like renovating or touching up, really. Mm-hmm. And which was just an area where the Confederate and the Union thought the Confederate set up snipers in this little like stone area formed from some volcanic rocks in the area. So had some really good sharpshooter nests naturally there. So they fought there. Lots of people died. Supposedly the really stream, but they call it a bloody river, happened. So a lot of blood enough to turn the water red, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's an area across from that that heads up to a little round top, another fairly important area of the battle yeah i remember hearing about round top when i was learning about gettysburg i mean there's little round top and there's big round top but they're like right next to each other it's serves the same purpose during the battle but so little round top was closed off but we found a trail there was like right across from it that was not blocked or anything so we just started walking up that and we'd gone pretty far and we kept walking and finally came to a fence that looked like no one had been around it in quite (laughs) a while like the fence had leaves piled up against it this entire road we'd walked down it was covered in leaves you couldn't see the road and like I'm pretty sure if we'd just been like fuck it and stepped off the trail and just walked farther down we could have gotten around the fence <laughs> but that felt like a bad idea because technically uh, I think that can be considered a federal crime because it's a it's a national park with yeah. a restricted area like no hold on I think it's trespassing upon federal grounds at that point because it's it, posted that you're not supposed to be there. I don't know if it's fe- a federal crime because I remember the murder loophole <laughs> requires the fact that it would happen on another state's property, but it couldn't be so it couldn't be tried by. Yeah, but that is that state's property. It is like there is no uh, loophole no, there. That, that's what I'm saying because it, it has complete overs. The murder loophole wouldn't exist if that was a federal crime. So I don't think the trespassing would be federal crime. I think it would still be just be well, um, maybe. I mean, it's also not possible they could trump it up to it. It's possible. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. But also, it seemed like way more walking on, like, ground that's not well-kept. There's not even, like, the faint... There weren't even, like, the faintest deer trails or anything, so... Eh. Also, you saw Pilgrim's Rock. How was the rock? Yeah, Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock, my bad. How was the rock? How was Plymouth? How was, so, the, how was the Mayflower recreation? When we went... When we got done with Salem, we were headed to Fall River, just on the other side of Boston. 
to Lizzie Borden house, but it has late check-ins and early check-outs. That way they can do tours during the day. And so they can set up the spooky stuff. Yeah, basically. Also, they have cameras in like every main room you can go to in all the common spaces. And the lights automatically turn on and off. Mm, yeah. And supposedly people have been in the room. Even though people have moved, the lights have been turned off. Oh no, so scary. Or sometimes they won't turn on. Oh no, so scary. There's a fucking camera watching you and they clearly have things connected to Wi-Fi and smart bulbs. Whatever. I'm annoyed with them, but whatever. Look, they're just trying to make some money. They can't live off that supernatural fan hype forever. They bought it for two million fucking dollars. They didn't need to do that. They had the money. Fuck ghost adventures. It's oh, literally yeah, it's bought by, by ghost US adventures. ghost adventures. That's yeah. right. I forgot Fuck about em. that. Fuck them. They don't need it. <laughs> They can't, they can't live off that Supernatural fan hype forever. It was in one episode of Supernatural. Like, so we got to Fall River and we were looking for stuff to do. And there wasn't really anything to actually do unless we wanted to like catch a movie, which feels like a, a waste of time on a vacation. It'd be such a wild thing. It'd be like, hey, so guys, I'm going to England. Yeah, so on Saturday, there's AEW's All in Wembley. But I think Friday, I'm just going to catch a movie. Yeah, like it, it's a it's a feels bad moment, right? Yeah. Then there's a hatchet throwing thing, which my brain went, huh, kind of amusing. Axe murderer place. We can go to a hatchet throwing place. But also... I don't trust my sister to be that coordinated around a sharp object. Fair enough. So I did not mention it. So instead, her husband found a place. Didn't tell us where we started driving. We got on the highway interstate. I don't know, remember which one it was. We drove for a while and then a while longer, a little, a little bit longer. And just as we were getting into Plymouth, it started to rain. <laughs> But we were already there, and he'd already had his plan in place. Now, I'd like to point out that this was the day where I was like, cool, we're not really doing anything. I can just wear comfy clothes. So I was wearing joggers, a flannel, and my canvas shoes. Because I'd been wearing boots the past three days in Salem because it was rainy, and also they went with my Halloween outfit I had to wear. Because I had to because my sister forced me. So I was like, comfy clothes, it'll be great. I don't have to worry about being outside or getting wet or anything. It's not really supposed to be rainy because it wasn't supposed to be raining in Fall River. So we get to Plymouth and oh, look, we're going to Plymouth Rock. We're going to see the Mayflower too, which is a one-to-one recreation of the Mayflower. Let's park and get out now into this wet, cold rain that is being made colder by the wind blowing in off the Atlantic. And then we're going to walk down as close to it as we can get to the Mayflower too. Not actually get on it or get a great view of it because it's closed. And then we're going to walk even farther down to this rock that just has the year carved into it. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, looking at a map, I'm really surprised that Fall River is in Massachusetts and not in Rhode Island. Rhode Island has nothing in it, man. Rhode Island's a joke. We drove through Rhode Island in no time. Because Rhode Island is, Providence, the capital of Rhode Island is 22 minutes away from Fall River. Yeah, Providence. And in my brain, if you're 22 minutes from the capital of a state, you're still in that state. There's no way you're you not. Know, Fall in River that. is literally down like right on the border of Rhode Island. That's insane. It's mm-hmm. so close. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, it wasn't bad. The Mayflower 2 was obviously cooler than a rock with some numbers carved into it. And even then, it was a recreation. But like, it wasn't a bad time. We well, then went and got food. It's a recreation because when you're settling places, you take you, your- you all the material you can yeah you take your boat and you turn it into houses actually i'm pretty sure when you're arriving in places whether it be to settle or i don't know conquer the native people to stop other people from getting angry that you decide to set up towns when that's not in your province and it's in the province of the governor above you instead you have one of your men drill holes in the bottom of your ship that way you can claim the boats have rot and worms and such so they need to be scuttled so then you take off the mast and all the cells and everything and everything important and hoard them in your new fort you've built and then you scuttle those ships despite popular belief being that you set them on fire and declare to me that there is no going home so you have to invade the uh, mexica people <laughs> that's such a wild thing to do why would who would do that uh hernan who? cortez that that's who 
Who would do such a thing? <laughs> Imagine. Do I know why I went off on that title rant? I honestly don't. So, how was the New England experience in general? Like, not bad. You had fresh lobster. I right? did. How was that? I mean, it was good. I like lobster. I've never been a fan, but it I would just, try it if I was in New England. Yeah, it was just fresher lobster at a cheaper price point than I could eat it here. Fair enough. I uh, didn't eat nearly as much as our sister did. I got one lobster roll because I was like, mmm, lobster roll had that. And then I was like, and now I'm going to work my way through all of the meats. So I had like, you know, lobster and then I had pork and then I had beef and whatever. But it was a good time. Yeah, not bad. Cool. I got a neat hat. Yeah, you got a neat hat. I got some cool socks my sister got me. Satanic temple socks. Yeah. You got a neat sweater. Yeah. I got a friend in Ammonite fossil. And I got a TST candle. That was nice of you. Uh, I bet the listeners can't guess who got an Ammonite fossil. Was it... The guest from the previous episode who really likes dinosaurs. No, because it's not a dinosaur. I mean, he really likes fossils in general. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else you have before I go into my last topic? It's been two months. You have to have stuff. I did. I just I just talked for like 20 minutes. Okay. My last thing is Marvel Snap. Our friend Chris got me back into the game. I started roughly just after it came out. And then I was like, eh, this game's okay. Back then it didn't have like a competitive scene. There wasn't quite like a ladder for like grinding and yeah. so on and so forth. Got me back into it. I've been playing the absolute hell out of it. Other than Borderlands 2, which we played with Chris and our friend Hunter a while back. Yeah, we did do that. A little bit of Fallout New Vegas I played. Mm. Marvel Snap's the only thing I've been video game I've been playing. I mean, I guess I've been playing more solitaire lately, but that's just to eat downtime at work. I managed to break into Infinite last month, which was cool as fuck. My first month like back to actually playing the game, broke into Infinite, which is like the top ranks. I never got really high in Infinite. I think my peak rank was 109,000 and change. Except I do have a screenshot that says I was ranked zero at one point. So, you know, best in the world. Weak numbers. But Marvel Snap is a great mobile card game, specifically because... It's so short. Like, that's the thing that you as a person that doesn't play it appeals to me. Because it means if I'm like, hey, can you do this thing? And she's like, let me finish this game. You're not waiting fucking 15 minutes. Like, if... A few minutes at most. If both players play Daredevil... Well, only, only the first Daredevil would proc. So if, player play, if you play Daredevil and Kang, that will add two minutes onto a game, which means that the max length a game can go is nine minutes. Well, like... I don't know, like, Kang feels kind of questionable because, you know, apparently there's some issues with Jonathan Majors. No, so I'm, not sure if, no, no, I'm not sure if Marvel's going in the direction of Kang or not. Uh, However, if they do, it's the easiest thing to fix because they did introduce him in the show where they introduced that there were indeed multiple variants of people. Yeah, and also Kang typically has a blue face, so it doesn't really... Like... Yeah, and also it's very easy to be like, no, no, you meant the good version. Here's this alternate version who's going to kill you all. Yeah. I understand that there was a completely divergence. I just wanted to make a comment Kang, when you pl- when you play Kang, he resets the turn for you, not your opponent. So you get to play your tur- you to play the turn again with knowledge of what your opponent did. Yeah, because you're king. But you don't have king anymore. He disappears forever. Fair. Uh, so so it is like the MCU is going to be. And Daredevil will just let you see what your opponent does on turn five before you play your turn. So honestly, kind of powerful. If they take a full minute and you take a full minute, it adds a minute to the game. Yeah, king can add up to a minute because it gives you an, a, tur- a second turn five or turn six. And then Magic adds a turn seven to the game. So longest a game can go is nine minutes. Typically, games are like less than six, though. Yeah, you, that's you, not bad at all, though. You can play most most matches in under five minutes. So uh, That's about how long it takes me to play a game of Solitaire normally. It's like snappy quick. It's very good. I enjoy it. I lot. say that, and it's actually more like three minutes, but I round it up. Oh, do you just give up? No, not normally. I'm actually fairly good at the game, but I also play Spider Solitaire, so mm. it's kind of obvious when you're fucked most of the time. Fair enough. So, but yeah, I think that's I think that's all I have. Uh, the mentioning of the Omnite thing did remind me of another place I saw in Salem, which was pretty neat. Oh yes, called a cool. uh, Black Cat Curio Shop. 
which if you're ever in Salem, like check it out. It's kind of neat. They have a bunch of actual props from things and then a bunch of reproductions. So there's just some really cool shit to see. Like one of the Obi-Wan props, one of the Obi-Wan lightsaber props. It didn't say from which one, but the general rule that they supplied when going in was if it has a placard next to it describing the item, it's a genuine prop. Mm -hmm. And it did have one. It just didn't say which one it was from. I assume maybe on the back of the placard it said or whatever. Maybe. I do have a question about those. Are they yep. are the actual replicas for sale? I did not ask. <laughs> that seemed like something I would not be able to afford. And I knew if I asked, my heart would want it more. Well, sometimes actual rep- like sometimes the actual props are not that expensive. I assume for Star Wars stuff, yeah, it's all insanely expensive. Or the like, TC- or the TCRI Ooz container. Yeah. Oh God, I would. Love or the, the fucking uh, fucking proton pack. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I don't remember the proton pack in a placket or not, but yeah. and they had some really cool recreations. I think it's like they had a recreation of Bulk from Hocus Pocus because Hocus Pocus is set in Salem, and one of the houses from Hocus Pocus yeah. is actually a house in Salem. Yes, which the people do decorate the front to mimic the movie because it's owned by an actual family and they don't mind people taking pictures they obviously have like don't fucking walk up and bother us though yeah but, like t- you can take some pictures in front of it and stuff i did learn a fact that i don't remember what it goes with it but apparently it's staircase has been used in multiple films like some pretty well-known films but i don't fucking remember what they were and also supposedly according to the tour we did not go on a tour but i walked past one supposedly the brother in the movie max mm-hmm. was supposed to be played by leonardo dicaprio yes but instead he was doing a better movie what's eating gilbert grape exactly honestly if you have a choice between being a disney channel original movie or what did hocus pocus get a theatrical release i think hocus pocus got a theatrical release but i might be wrong i'm not gonna worry about googling yeah, it right now but if like if that's your choice versus i guess maybe the disney movie is reliably of, of the same quality every time yeah like i guess maybe taking an unreliable film is less anyways what's eating gilbert grape is fantastic he yeah. should have won him and Deb both should have won Oscars for that. Like, that should have Agreed. been the one that, that like... It's a fantastic movie if you haven't watched it. I suggest you do. Apparently, it's based on a book. Yeah. Now, obviously, there is some uncomfortable, like, characterization of some things in that movie. Yes. And, like, uncomfortable language, given the fact that DiCaprio it's... does play a character who is not neurotypical. And it's from almost 30 years ago. Yeah. But I would say, overall, it's still a good film. It's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I got for this cockpit. How about you... There was a common writer in Salem. I didn't see him, but I saw him in a picture that my sister posted on her Instagram in the background of one of her pictures. Is that it then? Yep. All right. Well, if you want to get in contact with us, let us know what you did for your Halloween. I sat at home. Wait. Yeah, I sat at home and did absolutely nothing. I dressed up like a bully from a Power Rangers franchise. Actually, I had work and then sat at home and did absolutely nothing. But if you want to let us know what you did for your Halloween or if, if you've done anything cool lately or if you're enjoying Marvel Snap, which is actually in, in the, probably one of the best places it's been as far as game-wise goes, uh, you can hit us up in a myriad of ways, specifically on the app that has been and will continually be known as Twitter forever despite the egotistical owner's attempt to change its name. And on Twitter, we are at Copilots Review. You can email us at copilotsreview at gmail.com. You can find us, find both of those on our website at copilotsreview.simplecast.com, which also has links to our Discord, our YouTube, and our Patreon, where you can pay us money to get no additional content I mean, there's, right like, there's like three things that are on there. Yes. And technically content we're supposed to be making for it, but there's no one there, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's the harsh truth of it. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for joining us in the cockpit for this month, and we'll see you with a new episode on the 22nd. So we'll see you then for that flight.